Welcome to the Lunch Break Podcast, NBA DFS Slush Fun Sports here. Uh, it's me and BK today. BK, how are you doing? Doing well, man. How are you doing? I can't complain, man. Doing good every day. But uh, we got a pretty good slate tonight, don't we? It looks phenomenal. I, I'm sorry to dig into this. Yeah. All right. So then let's let's dig into it. Like, which teams do you think? Obviously, we're going to go position by position. But where do you think uh, tonight's value is going to lie? Uh, so the value. I was already locked in on Sacramento value this morning, and I mean Detroit value. Detroit's doing the B team thing again tonight. Now with some possible added, you know, added characters sitting out. So even more so, the Cavs are shorthanded still. And then you have the whole OKC thing. But, man, the Charlotte news. I, I made my dummy lineup. Felt pretty good. You know, about, like, okay, I got, some work, I got some, something good to work with here. And then Charlotte news broke. That's going to be the spot, I think, besides Sacramento or Charlotte. I mean, like, didn't the OKC just lose by 60 to the Pacers? The Pacers just scored 156 points. Yeah. And then so um, and then OKC took Phoenix down to the wire. So who knows? Yeah, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, I think that um, – I mean, well, let's, let's dive into it. Let's go into the point guard position, um, starting with, you know, our top end spends. You know, you have Steph and Luca. Uh, where are you kind of thinking about prioritizing for – um, tonight's point guard position. Well, you know, and my first guy in, this is before the news and around lunchtime, was LaMelo. LaMelo at 6.2, without Graham, without Hayward, and now throw in no Bridges, no Washington. I give all the LaMelo I can have and then double it. He is yeah. at 6.2. Lamelo's a lock for me. Maybe like the, the lock of the year for me so far. So we were talking yesterday about, you know, Golden State and New Orleans. So, I mean, is it potentially there to, to uh, play one of the point guards in that game and then play uh, Lamelo? Would you want to do something like a ball stack, or is that not something you're interested in? It is, except that Lonzo came out questionable a couple hours ago. Yeah, his thumb. So, I mean, thumbs usually mean he'll probably be out. Uh, if that's the case, you can chalk up Eric Bledsoe um, and Ingram. When ball's out, Ingram becomes a better play, uh, regardless if Zion is on the floor. So, um, I think Ingram might be a pretty good play if, if ball is out. Uh, but to me, you know, let's just lock in Steph and, and LaMelo and go from there. You know, it's like who else at the point guard position do you really want to pay for? Um, they priced up Hayes by a thousand dollars. And then you're obviously you got Drogic is pretty cheap, but the rest of the, the lower tier kind of guys, there's not a whole lot that sticks out to me. I mean, you can play uh, Rajon, but that's about, that's about it for me. I mean, Rajon Rondo is, is the premier spend down uh, for the point guard position. With the with you know not seeing any of the how Sacramento is going to play, uh, who they're going to start and, and whatnot, I mean that kind of is going to factor in 
some of your spend down options, whether they start uh, Ramsey or if they start, um, you know, if they start healed at the point guard or something, I'm not sure how they would go about it. DeLon Wright seems like a good spot, um, but there's just so much open, like there's so much opening up uh, as we speak um, that I'm not really sure where Sacramento is going to go. Right. My, uh, my dummy build was LaMelo and DeLon Wright. Um, but now with this other value opening up in Charlotte, I may be able to get to, I may be able to get to Steph. I'm, 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 I'm locked. I, I've got some other studs that I'm, I'm prioritizing more than Steph tonight. But if I can get the three of them in there with the other Charlotte value, then, then giddy up. Now I'm yeah. Good with Steph. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of how you, you, you got to play it tonight. Um, I don't think Hayes is really – he could definitely exceed that price point, but I'm not looking for him to uh, put into my lineup. So um, I would say your, your best spend-down options are Rondo uh, and playing, you know, around 5K for someone. Um, that's, that's the two options for me at point guard. I obviously love Steph tonight, and I love him on every night. But, I mean, last night he went off. It's a back-to-back. Um, I'm not sure what the the injury report is going to look like closer to lock for, uh, you know, that game. Um, but if ball is out, I mean, that opens up a lot of different options from new Orleans side. Um, I know Wiggins played yesterday, but he was questionable. I'm not sure if they play him again today. We know that Ubre is probably going to be out as well. So yeah, he's out. So it kind of opens up some things from the golden state side of things. Um, if you wanted to play Curry, you should play Curry if Draymond's in. Um, he has there's no game time decision tags on either one of them, but there were game time decision tags yesterday, and they they all played. So are they really going to run him out there on a back to back? That's kind of it's kind of questionable to me. So that's something to monitor as well. Um, is how Golden State's going to handle it. But that's all I got at the the point guard position. Unless you got anything else. Uh, I want to mention that regarding Rondo, Beverly is an upgrade with a Q tag. So that could cut into – I don't know if he's on a restriction or not, if he ends up playing. It was a wrist injury. So you got to imagine Beverly's conditioning won't be, won't be too, too bad. So I could, eat, I could see a 15, 20 minutes out of Beverly. You know, still got Ricky Jackson there. So I, Rondo 3.8 is not going to kill you if he gets cut into too much. But he may not be the slam dunk either, that we may have thought. I mean, even if he's been upgraded, you know, that's something to monitor as well. Um, he, they probably will hold him out. Um, hand doesn't mean conditioning. Um, means that you're lacking conditioning. Hand you can run run with um, and, and, and stay in the shape. But if he plays, then obviously, yeah, that's going to cut into Rondo's time. But, I mean, it's just to me, it's like, if you're the Clippers right now, you have a golden opportunity to uh, distance yourselves in the standings and get up to that three seed so you don't have to play the Lakers uh, in that first round matchup, which is kind of what they're projecting to do right now. Um, so I think this is kind of a win type now type narrative. Um, Rondo has been playing good minutes, 22, 24, 30, and has been putting up good numbers. Uh, so, that to me, I don't think stops, um, especially against a team like Toronto, who actually has been hot. So, um, 
I was really looking forward to playing Kyle Lowry when he was 6K, uh, but they priced him up accordingly, so I'm less excited to, to click that button there. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what ends up happening with the Clippers news. You, you got to kind of monitor it closer to a lock. Yeah. Let me let me see this one, too. Um, and, and, again, I I mean, if I can get to Steph, I'm getting to Steph. But if I can't, would you play LaMelo and Rozier together? Rozier's only 6K. And I forgot, Cody Martin's also out. He's been playing some minutes. So they are very shorthanded tonight. And Charlotte's got to keep winning. They, they need to win. And being this decimated, playing, you know, the Pistons B squad, who he knows going to play feisty, it would probably be, probably be a more competitive game than people might think. Could you play LaMelo and Rozier together, both, you know, in that 6K, 6.2 range? Yeah, I mean, you could. It, it definitely is is sustainable. Um, I mean, both of them, when they're on the floor together, have had nice, but they scored 30, 30 points together. Um, do I think that this – I think we're going to see a lot of value come out of that game. Um, I think that it would be kind of, uh, you know, an expectation-based. Um, you know, we got to kind of temper our expectations because – it is the Detroit B team, and Charlotte should blow them out, um, especially if, if Rozier and LaMelo both play. Um, I'm not trying to scare off anything, but um, to play both of them, you're, you're at running a serious risk that if that game blows out, um, that you don't have enough diversification uh, with other people in their lineup. And plus, you're going to want to play like guys like Malik Monk tonight. Um, you're going to want to go and find – uh, different areas of this Charlotte um, value and of the Detroit value to go and play so that you can fit in the studs. Um, it's just kind of where you're prioritizing your studs. So uh, to answer your question, I, I don't think that is sustainable uh, if it is if there is a blowout kind of a, a thing that's going to happen. Plus there's a ton of great other options at point guard that I don't necessarily think you need to play both of them. Okay. I agree. There's a lot, lot of value there. Yeah, and it, it also takes away from your ability to play Curry or Doncic, right? So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm off Doncic. I mean, I know you got to mention him because he's Luca, but man, ten point nine in a brutal matchup. I mean, I mean, he, he always has the potential to detonate a slate, but I'm, a, I'm off. I'm off him tonight. I'm not even considering him. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, like, I, I don't blame you for that. Um, it's still 10, 10K, Luca, which means you're probably going to get him at lower ownership uh, for a stud. But, yeah, Miami Miami has to win. Miami's one of those teams that they have to win in order to avoid the playing game. Um, so I think that, that there is some narrative of playing maybe Jimmy Butler tonight. Um, but we can talk about that when we get a small forward. But let's focus on the, some shooting guard options. Um, I'll tell you, you know, I, you probably are going to – you're probably not going to like this, but I think Colin Sexton is, is a really great play at shooting guard tonight, even if he is really expensive and there's lots of really great options. I think Sexton should be able to get, you know, already an insane amount of usage. He's going to get even more than that, and he's just a stat stuffer, so – um, give me some sex tonight, especially if he, he's going to have, um, you know, Phoenix isn't the best at guarding athletic point guards. I mean, they're, they're not the, the quickest team in the world defensively. So 
I think Colin Sexton should have a pretty good night tonight. I'm okay with it. I have nothing against that. Again, they're going to have probably eight, nine bodies. So, yeah, take the best player on the team in that situation. I have no problem with Sexton. Yeah, but it's just – it also it, – you know, tonight at shooting guard has a lot of really great options. If ball's out, we talked about Bledsoe. Um, and if, you know, already Malik Monk is a great play because Graham's out. So, I mean, you got lots of different options to go at shooting guard, especially with Caleb Martin out. I think Malik Monk's probably going to be the most popular – uh, play tonight um, just based off of builds um, but shooting guard has a lot of different ways to go about it and I think not many people are going to spend up there so I kind of yeah. I kind of want to be a little bit contrarian there um, but then again my, my thought process might change close to lock and close <laughs> to this injury news that comes out agreed yeah I mean yeah Booker at 8k who's been on fire lately you know, going against a bad defensive team. Um, I, I'm not – I don't think I'm going to go to Paul George at 9K, now with Kawhi back, and I mean, who knows. And plus, never trust the Clippers injury report. With them being the standalone hammer, that, that's too risky for me. Um, Van Fleet's interesting, though, at 7.1. Uh, with no OG tonight. There is more usage there for Van Fleet. I'm not sure what your thoughts are there. I love Lamb Fleet tonight. I mean, I think that there is some – you're going to have to have some of these these late game kind of plays because um, that's – I don't think a lot of the ownership is going to be there. Uh, I think so much ownership is going to go uh, towards these first couple of games. Um, I think so much ownership is going to go to Charlotte and Detroit just based off of the value. Um, I think a ton of ownership is going to go to Sacramento, OKC. Um, and then I think a ton of ownership is going to go to Steph uh, because he's under 9K. And you're going to need some of these late game guys to come in and try to get it, uh, you know, some some late heroics for your lineup. I think Fred Van Fleet is a good option because he's going to play 30 plus minutes. He's going to play in the upper thirties, like he, he consistently has the entire season, unless it's a blowout and he doesn't play that. But if you give him 30 minutes and he's hot, like you could see him get into the fifties and that would be huge for you. Exactly. Exactly. However, with all that said, I love the dumpster dive tonight at shooting guard. Love it. Terrence Davis, 3.8 for Sacramento. That's going to be some nice relief. And Tory Craig, 3.6. You know, with no Crowder in there, he's gotten the minutes. And he went off last game. You know, I'm expecting a 40 spot tonight from him. But 3.6, he should, be, he should be able to get that. And, I mean, as much as you like Sexton and he's fine, I, he turns all over quite a bunch. And at, being a Cavs fan, they are – they are a very head-scratching team sometimes with, I'll, I'll say it, the dumb things they do on offense. They can be a turnover machine. You get a guy like Craig there. I mean, Craig, I can almost pencil him in for, two, for three stocks tonight. You know, 3.6K. Give me three stocks, fall into a couple rebounds, make a couple baskets. Boom, you've got your 5X, you know, like nothing with him. So yeah, I think, that's a good one. I think Davis and Craig are yeah. – I agree with you on those for sure. Um, I do also kind of want to point out that 
you know, I think that uh, if you're looking at the, the dumpster dive barrel, I, I also wanted to point out, you know, there's no hero tonight, uh, which means that Duncan Robinson, if he gets hot, is a absolute excellent play against Dallas, who doesn't do well against uh, three point defense. So, um, give me give me some Duncan Robinson getting hot at three nine. So, I think that's another one you can do. But I agree with you on Craig. I think Craig's in a good spot. Uh, Phoenix should have a pretty good game. Um, I think you know with Garland out, uh, it just means Sexton's going to have to do more. And and there's already been reports of them being frustrated with the amount of not passing from Sexton. So uh, I will always take a guy who doesn't pass for DFS purposes <laughs> over someone that, you know, distributes the ball better. So I like Colin Sexton. <laughs> I, I I agree with that. I, I think that you said earlier that the pay up here is the contrarian move tonight. Yeah, I full agreement, but there's some really great value, like you were saying. Um, and it's kind of where do you want to play your value? I think tonight the, the best value play of the night is Malik Monk, and it's not even close. Um, just because, you know, he may be in the starting lineup, and, and if that game stays, you know, within the 10-point mark the entire way, LaMelo and Monk and Rozier are going to be great plays just because they're going to have to do everything uh, in order to keep them in the winning in the winning column, you know. So I think Monk's the best value play tonight uh, with everyone and those injuries, but um, he's not my favorite play of the night. I'll go into my favorite play later, but um, who else? Do you have anyone else at the shooting guard position? Or are you ready to move small forward? I'm going to move on to small forward. All right, small forward it is. Um, obviously, it's obligatory talk about Kevin Durant. Uh, he's just been on fire ever since he's came back um, from the – I believe it was a quad injury. They've been giving him more minutes to handle. Um, in the last night when they played Milwaukee, him and Giannis just went at it um, with Giannis getting 49 points, Kevin Durant getting 42. Um, so, I mean, 10K, Kevin Durant always kind of scares me, but uh, this is a different Kevin Durant than we're used to seeing. Um, Jimmy Butler, to me, is kind of priced favor- – is not really priced favorably. Um, I would like to pay for Jimmy Butler in the 8K, but if you, you give me 9K Jimmy Butler, that's a little bit tough, um, even though I think he's just going to have to go out and, and show out in order for them to to prevent them from slipping into that playing game uh, that we were, everyone's kind of scared of. So uh, I think Jimmy Butler is going to have to do put a little bit more on his back, um, but 9K is still a lot to pay for him. Um, and then if ball is out, if ball is out and Brandon Ingram gets a, just a massive bump uh, in his ball handling duties and his usage rate. So I would be really excited to play Brandon Ingram uh, much more than I was yesterday. So I, I think Brandon Ingram would be a good spot if, if ball is out. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I'm, I'm looking to pay up for, for a rarity. I'm looking to pay up a small forward. Um, love Katie in the spot. Love him. Two, a 242 total in that game, and that should be competitive. I mean, we talked about it the other day. I think, I think these teams would love to be the one seed to not have to play the other one until the finals of the Eastern Conference. You know, that 2-3 matchup could be brutal. 
So I haven't checked standings, but I can't imagine that Philadelphia has pulled away too far in the one spot. So I think these teams are going to go at it tonight. And I, I think KD shows up big. So I love him. Love Ingram tonight. Um, you know, we talked yesterday about when have we seen him at 7.4? Well, he's 7.3. Now, he put up a dud last night. I think it's a perfect spot to go right back to him. And I'm surprised you didn't mention your boy, Buddy Heald. So That's who my – I was, I was going to save him as my favorite play of the day. Like, Buddy Heald is by far my favorite play of the day. OKC is terrible at defense. Um, this is pretty much, you know, a, a homecoming game for him, considering he went to, to Oklahoma. Um, so, I, I love Buddy Heald tonight. <laughs> He's my favorite play, and um, I think that I'm, I'm probably going to have, you know, a, a steady diet of Ingram and, and Buddy Heald tonight. Um, assuming that ball – if ball's out, then I'll probably look to uh, maybe Jimmy Butler or Kevin Durant. Um, but as it stands right now, if ball is out, I'm, I'm Ingram and, and uh, Heald over the field. Yeah, I'm – it's those three guys for me, Katie Ingram, Heald. I got to decide between those three for the two. Now, yeah, I don't have, I don't have many more guys in my pool. If you want to go down a little lower, you know, Lou, Lou Dort, 5.6, going against the Sacramento defense that in a pace up. You know, Dort's been been hot, so, you know, he, he could come through. I had to put down, I had to put down um, Jetty, you know, 5.5, I'll get the minutes. I don't know. Is there a May the Fourth uh, narrative with, with the first jetty? Uh, I don't know if he gets a narrative bump for that one. I think we're grasping there. Yeah, I think we're grasping. But yeah. so, so is this Cleveland? Is the Cleveland injury report? Are they having more than eight guys playing tonight? Is it? Is it more like? Are they going to have the the big guys back? Or are they going to have Carl Stein? No, as far as I know, it's the same situation as the other night, you know, when Garland, but now Garland's out. So then I think maybe there, there's some sleepy, sleepy Cavs plays that we need to, we need to monitor. Um, I think, you know, I know, I'm just picking all the, the uh, as a resident Cavs fan, probably just <laughs> makes you mad listening to me talk about, uh, you know, some of these Cavs that, that may not be a part of the roster next year, but I think are great plays tonight. Um, kind of thing, but if if all these people are, are out, I mean, you can go and, and play uh, SETI, and then this kind of brings me into a good power forward spot. Unless you got anything else at small forward, because I think me and you are both in agreement. Pay up at at small forward because that's where the really good options are. I mean, I, I'm looking through the the dumpster dive, and I mean, anyone past Dort, I'm not really all that excited uh, about. Mean- if if the people want a dumpster dive, they're listening. You know, Harkless three point seven k. I don't want to play. Don't play Harkless. And then don't, don't do it. One of your favorites, uh, Cam Johnson, can mention to throw him in there too. Oh yeah, don't do, don't do either one of those. Cam Johnson's a little bit better than Harkless. Um, <coughs> but I mean, Najee Marshall uh, seems to be okay if he's going to get the minutes, but I I, I just. Don't dumpster dive at small forward tonight. Just PSA. And I wouldn't do it. That's for sure. Uh, and that brings me to, to some power forward options, unless you want to keep going in a small forward. No, we're good to go to, good to, go to power forward. 
Perfect. So this is where it kind of gets interesting. So this is where you're going to separate, you know, the different kinds of builds. Or do you want to be a little bit more balanced? Do you want to be a little bit more top heavy? Um, tonight, Giannis at 11-4. Um, he should be in a, a, a similar situation as last night where he's just going to have to do everything against Brooklyn. Um, so he is definitely someone to play. Um, I know he hasn't had the best DFS wise season, but he's still Giannis and he could still just absolutely crush uh, everyone. I think Zion, you can go back to him. Um, I have no problem there. 45 last night, but I think that he could have done a ton more had the game been close uh, and competitive. Uh, they had, he was the only offense for them last night, literally the only offense. So I think Zion is worth playing. He's still nine, six, um, which is a pretty decent price for him. Um, I'm going to skip past Pascal Siakam cause I'm not sure if he's, he's playable. I know he had a huge game against the Lakers last night. Um, I'm not sure if I want to go back to the well against Kawhi defense. Um, assuming Kawhi plays tonight. Obviously, you have Draymond Green, but I think that's going to be a little bit chalky um, just because people like to chase after really good games. But uh, my favorite power forward play tonight is is Kevin Love um, against Phoenix. He's starting to show a little bit of old Kevin Love. His price is still uh, really good considering how good he is as a basketball player. So I, th- I think Kevin Love uh, easily could walk into a 2010 game uh, and hopefully he gets a couple steals and assists and, and ends up with a, a nice, you know, 40-point game at 5-9. I would be over the moon at that. So, you're like Kevin Love tonight. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, the potential potential is there for Love, no doubt. Um, I don't know. I Again, I'm biased, but, man, the, look at the last week of Kevin Love. The last week, yeah, uh, there was the hissy fit against Toronto. Shoots two of eleven the next game, takes zero field goal attempts the next game. Then he comes out and has a pretty good game against uh, who they play Monday. Miami. Yeah, uh, who, right. The, the one of the worst matchups possible in DFS, and he has a, a great game there. So, I, yeah, I don't know what you're gonna get with Love. It's a great, great GPP play, you know, for that reason. So I, I'm not going to do it, but I, I see the rationale for it. For me, a power forward, man, there's no way I'm fading Giannis. A competitive game with a high total, and there is nobody remotely close that can stop him on Brooklyn. Um, Zion, great play. Dre, I, I got him at 6% last night, and he killed for me. Um, but, yeah, I think he could, people could chase it tonight. Um, going down the going down the rungs, Baisley, six point one, not a bad spot for Sacramento. Bagley's creeped up to five point five, still a good price. Um, going for the down, shout out to, to our boy Eddie with Poku, four point one. He's out tonight. Oh, never mind then. No Poku, which make, which um, make that much better. Um, but then. Kind of my favorite value, which is I got I got to play around with this one and see if I can maybe get to Steph by for a drop here. 3.8k Jalen McDaniels on Charlotte. 
Yeah, he should be in line for a big a big night tonight. He's a he's going to be a good play, especially with PJ Washington being out. I mean, go on the list. I mean, PJ Hayward, Devontae, Cody Martin. You know, it's they're they're Miles Bridge. Miles is out. I mean, they they are they're hurting, and they've got to win. So yes, I think, they do. I think he hits. I think he hits big run three point eight, and we know that Detroit is, you know, nothing to worry about defensively. <coughs> so yeah, um, I want mean, yeah. to make stretch your lineup. I mean, there's options up and down power forward. Yeah, I think I, I mean I'm definitely on Jalen McDaniel's. Um, I also, you know, think that I mean. Baisley should be a pretty good play, but if you're not interested in playing Baisley, I mean, if Roby's going to get minutes, like th- there's so little options at OKC. One of these big guys is going to go off is against Sacramento. Uh, Sacramento is terrible against, you know, centers and big guys. So one of these, these dudes in on OKC is going to have a night. Um, it's just trying to figure out which one it is. Um, but yeah, I, I think Jalen McDaniels, probably in my opinion is the second best value play um, just based off of how, how little there is out there. Um, Yeah. So I'd say that he's in a pretty good spot and uh, I got, I got nothing else that power forward for you. Um, I think Giannis is in a smash spot. Um, I think Kevin Love is probably the most contrarian out of anyone on that list. So um, that's just kind of what I'm thinking. I think you also need a, monitor the Harrison Barnes situation. He's doubtful, but if he's out, should give an uptick for Bagley again. Mm-hmm. Um, and at 5-5, five, five, that's, that's a pretty good option. Um, and he should draw some pretty decent ownership. Uh, so I think that Bagley is, is a, an absolutely fantastic basketball player who just doesn't get uh, the, the kind of attention and, and love that Sacramento should be giving for him. Agreed. Uh, centers, unless you got anything else. Nope. Good to go there. All right. Uh, centers, I think, uh, the top end centers, um, I mean, you could potentially play Allen. Um, I mean, you could potentially play Holmes. I, I really just don't get excited at these upper, upper echelon of centers. Bam is in a great spot, obviously, um, with no Porzingis and should, should be definitely the, the best play at center, um, but not necessarily the best value at center. So um, I think that the best value tonight is, is Moses Brown. And he should have a huge game against Sacramento. You put centers against Sacramento is a thing. Um, and so I I really want to play him uh, more than anyone else on this list. Yeah, I like him too. I just worry about Tony Bradley. Um, them going like a 50 50 split or 24 24 split. You know, this, yeah. They might, you know, cannibalize each other. You know, I mean, like, I, you know how much I love Tony Bradley. Like, that, I would be willing to play Tony Bradley either way. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that one of these Oklahoma City guys is going to be uh, pretty good tonight. I'm just not sure which one it is. Um, I, and then, so I'm going to go with my gut and think. You know, Moses Brown is the guy, but um, I have no idea. Oklahoma City is so scattered 
and how they distribute minutes and how they determine playing time from their roster is just it just kind of gives me a head scratch. So, um, but Tony Bradley is three five. I'll, I'll throw that out there if you're looking for a bargain bin down at the power forward position that we missed. Tony Bradley, three five. Um, min price and he, if he gets minutes he's going to be the guy I think he's really good at basketball by the way um, mm-hmm. he played he played nine minutes against Phoenix and he went six seven one block and one steal in nine minutes I'm, I'm sorry but the why, why are we not playing him like you only give him nine minutes he's that productive it doesn't make sense to me but um, I think one of these OKC guys is going to to, to come out of the pack Yep, I hear you. Anyone, I mean, like center position is kind of weird tonight. Um, there's not really like a clear cut play. I can tell you the safest play is Bam, but um, is there anyone else that kind of sticks out to you? Yeah, um, I tell you, I think I'm going with is whichever one of Zeller or Biombo starts for Charlotte. Got to imagine one of them starts. Biombo is the minimum. Zeller's three point seven. And, you know, shout out to our boy Nick. Centers versus Detroit is a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. I, I, I'm i with you there. I just uh, – there's also centers against Sacramento too, so <laughs> kind of pick your poison. I have no idea which one of them starts. If you're going to ask me uh, which one starts, I think Biombo starts. I think they're favoring him a little bit more than Zeller um, at this rate. But either one of them is not going to get that – full allotment of minutes. They tend to go small uh, and put Lonzo on the floor and then just play an athletic big like McDaniels. I think McDaniels is in a better spot than, um, than you know, either one of those two, but I do hear you on that. Okay. And the other guy, the guy I had in my dummy build um, before all hell broke loose was Zubac at 4.5. You know, I mean, I think they're better now with Birch, but Toronto has struggled a little bit first centers this year and 4.5, you know, I think Zubach, you know, he can walk into a double, double into a 10, 10, double, double. And there he is. So if we need, and then he was, and he was like a last man in spot because the centers, you know, not the spot really tonight to pay up. There's really no one to pay up for. So yeah, I think there's a lot of of question marks at centers. I kind of, with Zubach, I think there's a definite question mark too. Um, what kind of what are you going to get out of him? Or you, I, I prefer to have people that you know play in the 30 minutes. Um, and tonight against Toronto, I think he'll match whatever minutes Len is in, um, or Birch. So I think that there, there could be a little bit of an opportunity there. Yeah, Len's on the Wizards, remember? Oh, Len's um, on the Wizards, Bain, and yeah, and Baines is not played at all. And That's who been, I was thinking of, Baines. It's 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 been the bird show, and when he's out, I think they go they put Siakam at center, and just play small. So what about playing Birch? Where I mean, six K. That's that's, that that's pretty. It's pretty pricey for Birch, yeah. but I I think this is this is how how would you rank center tonight? It's kind of like because there's a lot of question marks. Um, I mean, if I were to give a top five centers for the night. I'd go uh, one Bam, I would go two Holmes, I would go three Aiden, and then I'd go four Allen, and then go um, 
I go five. I would go Moses Brown. So that's kind of where I'm prioritizing. But um, I, I don't know. What were your top five centers for tonight? I mean, Bam's definitely the top. And that, that's a great matchup versus Dallas. I mean, it's a phenomenal matchup. And I think Bam was overlooked. Um, I, I think with the, with the studs elsewhere, people are going to look to be saving at center. So I think Bam could be solid contrarian option there. I think Holmes is number two. And from that, man, I I don't know. I I really think whoever starts for Charlotte at center is going to get there and could exceed it. Um, even in a 20-minute sample versus, versus Detroit and the interior, I'm getting these guys at or right next to the min price with how decimated Charlotte is. And let's, let's, say they, let's say they go small with McDaniels. Okay, who's their five-man out there for small? I'm thinking Rozier, Lamelo, Monk, McDaniels, and what, Kayla Martin? I mean, they're small. Well, probably they'll they'll go. Um, their small lineup is normally when they go small, they put. Um, I mean, one of they they put PJ Washington at center, but he's out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they they usually go, uh, and they play Bridges at at power forward, and then they got Hayward, uh, Lamelo, and uh, Rozier. So he's out. So you take a couple out of those, that mix. I think that, that they traditionally they want to play with speed. Uh, that's that's just what I've seen from from watching them this year. I, I mean, watched probably like five or six games of theirs, and they generally don't stick Biombo in for more than twenty minutes. Um, that's just my and and I've played enough Biombo uh, to know. He's not really like going to get thirty minutes, but uh, I just think center is so hard to figure out tonight, um, and that's just kind of my opinion. Obviously, you have a different opinion of me, yeah. or it, in, of we haven't seen this from Charlotte yet. When they're, I mean, when they're this this depleted. We have not seen the situation yet. And yeah, you're right. You mentioned is going smaller. Not there tonight. I don't know. I, it's just gonna be weird. I, I just, I, I don't and, know. I mean, I think in Detroit's gonna be rolling one of Stewart or Okafor at all times, or a majority of the time, one of those two. So, Charlotte may need to have you know one of those two guys on the floor, you know, most of the time. So, like, this is kind of what gives me a little bit of like pauses. So they played each other two nights ago, right? They, on five one whatever 5-1 was. That was three nights ago. Anyways, um, this is how the minutes went out. Zeller did not play with the zero goose egg, which is what that night when your son went off. Uh, yeah. Detroit just – yeah. Detroit played he, 27 minutes for Biombo. So yeah. I might be wrong about my my theory on this, but um, if they give Biombo 27 minutes, he's going to be a great play. Um, yeah. I mean – he got five blocks though. He hasn't, he's not done that at this is the first time this year. So um, I wouldn't, ex- I wouldn't just expect to, to lock and load a 30 point out of Biombo. Um, I think we got to temper our expectations a little bit uh, into having like an 18 point to 20 point range, but um, right. with the, with the studs we have elsewhere, 
18 to 20 points gets us. That's our, you know, we're in the five to six X range now. And again, I'm going to repeat it again. Take PJ off the floor. Take Bridges off the floor. I mean, take Cody Martin. I guess he's shooting guard, but he's a wing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that probably gives Monk. It'll give a boost to Monk, McDaniels, and uh, I mean, like, then Biombo, if, if Biombo plays, you know, gets minutes. Yep. But they, they did – the thing about it is when they did play Detroit last time, we got 37 minutes of P.J. Washington. Mm-hmm. So that means McDaniels is probably going to get 30-plus minutes. So he may be even better value than Monk. Both of those guys should be able to get 30 minutes, as many minutes they can handle. Um, we'll see. I, I have no idea. We've never seen this this season where we, we have all these guys out of the, off the court. I mean, and you can go and look on court cast or court IQ, whatever it's called, and see what that is when everyone's off the floor. It'll probably give you a bunch of usage to, you know, someone that we're not expecting because they, that's that's like pretty much a blowout lineup. Um with mellow you know early in the season where it's like they, they were playing just mellow and no Devonte graham and no rozier so it, it might be I, there's a lot in it like that's such a big piece of information that we're going to need um i mean biombo if he gets 27 minutes yeah lock it in but i i don't know what he's going to end up getting with everyone out i am checking it right now what about him? All right. Watch him for the boy uh, Vernon Carey with all this going on. I know, right? And then <laughs> and then he goes off for 30. Right. Or Nick Richards gets run. No, they, they've got to win. They, they need to win. Um, let's see. I'm taking a look right now. All these guys off. Rozier, 24% usage. LaMelo, 30%. Yeah. Grant Riller, 33%. Um, Biombo is not even on the list. Oh, there he is. 15.7%, but he's 1.1 fancy points per minute. So, that yeah, that's predicting 1.1. So then you're looking at, like, yeah, predicted lock him in for just 5x. Give me 20 minutes of Biombo. There's 6x right there. Yeah. I think you know, Zeller, yeah, Zeller's point target. Zeller's out. It's Biombo. So, yeah, it's Biombo. I mean, if you're going to pay down a center play, Biombo, it sounds like. So, but I, you know, after talking about this, this makes me want to kind of drop down elsewhere and go up and pay for Bam. It's, it's, it's just what I'm starting to, to feel like. Um, I might not play Sexton because of that. Um, I might go down at shooting guard and go up to Bam. Because I think that, like you were saying now, I think so many people are going to go and dumpster dive at center tonight. Am I wrong? And who's going to play? And I think Bam, Bam against Dallas, he had a huge game. I got to go through and look. Yeah, I got. Um, I got. I played Bam a few nights ago. I'm trying to think who it was against. I got him at four percent. I think it was against. I think it was against Charlotte actually. I got him at four percent the other night. I forgot who else was on the docket, but I, I think he gets overlooked. He gets lost in the shuffle. And yeah. I, I really think with KD, with Giannis, with Steph, you know, on, on this, those are your three big time studs tonight. You're not going to be able to afford Bam unless you go complete stars and scrubs. 
know, but even then, I don't know if that's feasible. So I think Bam can totally, absolutely, with the, the point guard value, you know what, never mind, I'm gonna, we're going to build lineups now, and then we're going to talk about this. Right. We, yeah, well then let's let's give a mock. Let's let's do a quick mock lineup, and then we'll go into the high lows and and Kanye gut feelings. But um, I, this is how the based off of our conversation, this is kind of where I'm leaning towards building. Um, and and we kind of have discussed it a little bit. I'm thinking that it's Delon Wright and Lonzo Ball at shoot at point guard. Lonzo um, or Lamelo. I'm sorry, um, Lamelo Ball. I get I get the ball brothers confused. I'm thinking that Lonzo doesn't play tonight, so shooting guard Bledsoe and Monk, uh, and then that gives you you know Heald and Brandon Ingram. But if you want to go up to Middleton or something, you can you can go up to Middleton pretty easy um, from Ingram. But I'm I'm playing this as if Ball is out. So then that gives you Jalen McDaniel's, uh, Giannis, and then Bam at center. That's how I'm kind of thinking, but. Where would you think, you know, to be a little bit different from there? I'm doing quick math right now because unless I try to build a lineup on my app, uh, I, I, cut out, I lost you guys. So I'm thinking, again, I got to check the prices when I can. If I were to go LaMelo and Wright and then go Davis and Craig at shooting guard, Katie and Ingram at small forward, Giannis and McDaniels, at power forward, I'd want to see if I have enough left over to get to Bam. And as much as I love Ingram tonight, you can't. I, I can't. I just I, looked it up. How how much over am I? I will give you that. So you you're saying Delon, Lamelo, Craig, mm-hmm. Monk, Heald, no, and no, no, no. Craig and Terrence Davis. Oh, Craig and Terrence Davis. Okay. Which was. Safe then you should be then you should be able to with Jalen McDaniels, Giannis, and Bam. So, yeah, and if I if I if I'm still short, I could always drop from Ingram to to Heald. If I have to go more, get down to go down to Dort. So you have a hundred dollars. You have a hundred dollars left for that lineup. Okay, I mean, like that's a good build. I I think that you that we're gonna see uh, not as much ownership as Bam should should garner. But um, yeah, let's but, go into. Go ahead. My only fear, my only fear though, with that build, is not having any warriors. You're not having Dre or Steph. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd love, I want to get one. I want to get a piece of that Pelicans game. You know, beside at the back, besides you know Ingram. So I'd have to play around and see. Yeah, you know, what I can do. Yeah, I think that that game's going to get kind of overlooked. I know the over under for Brooklyn Milwaukee is so high. Um, but that's that's going to get overlooked. Bam is contrarian, but center tonight just sucks, you know. So it's it's either play Bismack or you play Bam, and those are your two really good options. Obviously, I'm going to go with be contrarian and play uh, Moses Brown because I'm trying to figure a way to to get some low ownership on a night where you're going to see KD and Giannis and Steph and all these guys garner 30 plus percent ownership. Um, as well as the value that we're talking about, that's going to have some high ownership as well. I think McDaniels is going to be easily 50% or above. I think Monk's going to be right around 40%. I think Lonzo and DeLon Wright are going to be uh, anywhere from 20 to 30%. And, and right there, you already have a more chalky lineup. So we got to figure a way to be a little bit more contrarian. Um, 
but I, th- I think it's, it's up to you and how you kind of want to build it. But um, let's go into the uh, high lows and um, what three you're ranking basically based off of uh, our conversation today. All right. Um, so my three highs. Yep. Pretty easy. It's uh, Steph, KD, and Giannis. I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. And then my my three mids mm-hmm. are going to be Lamelo, Ingram, and um, let's say Buddy. Yeah, give me Buddy, give me Sexton, um, and then give me Ingram. And then you know my three dumpster dives. I mean, again, just wow. I, I, there's more than three I like, but. I already kind of said it, you know, Davis, Craig, and McDaniels. And let me cheat and say Biombo as a fourth. Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. I think we're kind of on the same page. Um, I think Monk is is 5K, but he's he's going to be a great value option tonight. If he gets 30 minutes, his point per minute is, is really good. So look to him as well. All right, Kanye, gut feeling. What's your Kanye gut feeling? Man, I, I got to find because I'm I'm feeling pretty chalky right now. But um, um, you know, if I had to pick one, I'd say um, let's say Baisley. Baisley has a big night. Yeah, I mean, like my Kanye gut feeling is um, is very obvious. I, I like Sexton tonight, and I think Bam is another one. And I think that um. You know, obviously you can go superstars and scrubs, but I, I think that Brooklyn-Milwaukee game doesn't live up to that expectations. I kind of think the under is going to happen, but I have no statistical reference to, to back that up other than the fact that you have tired legs on a back-to-back. Well, they're not. They played Sunday. They played Sunday? Yeah, Sunday afternoon. 5-2. You're right. Today's the they're- fourth. Your your right. Pell's your Pell's Warriors game is the back to back that you know might be concerning if you're thinking that logic. Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking of. So yep, yeah, well then I I'll go I'll say I got to stick with what I'm saying. So I'm thinking that Milwaukee, um, you know I don't I don't necessarily think uh, if I were to pick out of the three stars in that game, the one that's going to be in the best spot, I I'd probably go. Uh, Giannis, um, and you don't have to play anyone on the Nets. Uh, that'll be my Kanye gut feeling right there. That's a good one. All right. I think that pretty much just wraps it up. Anything else you got? We spent 10 minutes discussing Bismack Biombo. Man, what what a world. What a world. Yeah, I got <laughs> We're the Bismack Biombo podcast. That's right. All right, well, I'm excited to go build now. After this, this has been helping me so much, man. I got to tell you, anyone that's listening, just doing this with talking DFS for almost an hour is just really kind of coincided with my hot streak recently. So it's been great. Well, that's what we're that's what we're here for at Slash Fun Sports. We talk it out. Yeah, loving it. All right, thanks. Get it tonight. Let's get it tonight. Thanks, BK. No problem. Thank you, Matt. Peace. Bye.